Instructional Design Models The final foundational base of the WBID model is the use of instructional design models, Figure 2.11. Andrews and Goodson conducted an analysis of the basic models and delineated attributes of over 40 instructional design models. Of those 40, and more recently developed ID models, only a few are commonly used within ID programs. Conventional ID Models Most ID models follow the general phases of ADI analysis, design, development, implementation, and evaluation. The most commonly used ID models are associated with Gagne's conditions of learning, such as the Gagne, Wager, Golas, and Keller model, the Dick, Carey, and Carey model, and the Smith and Reagan model. These models are known as condition-based models, or product development models, and are for designing and developing instruction at various outcome levels, typically at the micro-level design. Micro-level designs focus on the planning and developing at the lesson, unit, or course level, using any form of delivery, e.g. print-based multimedia. Commonly used ID textbooks discuss design in terms of self-paced, independent learning, or collaborative learning. Such materials may also be adapted to facilitator-led classroom approaches. These models have common core elements that include determining learner characteristics, needs, and strengths, identifying instructional or learning goals and objectives, developing assessment tools, planning for instructional strategies and media, and conducting formative evaluation. Most also discuss the summative evaluation stage, which is described as occurring after full instructional implementation. However, when teaching ID models, the last two stages, implementation and summative evaluation, often do not receive much attention as a course activity. Implementation procedures may not be planned, only mentioned because at the point that the instruction or learning innovation is completed and released to the instructor or trainer, the designer may no longer be involved. Summative evaluation may be planned but not conducted due to time constraints and availability of target audiences during the course. In the professional ID practice, both stages are typically left for others to carry out and may not receive much designer input. See Appendix B for ID Professional Competencies and Codes of Ethics. Alternative ID Models and Approaches In addition to conventional ID models, other models, known as alternative models, have been proposed. The elaboration theory is a model associated with the development of instruction at the macro-level design. Macro-level designs focus on planning and developing training or educational programs or curricula rather than course or lesson design. Although its originator, Rigluth, has shifted his research focus from his model elaboration theory, it continues to be used in practice today. Following a macro-level design for online instruction, the organization's curriculum or programs are taken into consideration. Other alternative models are geared toward particular settings. For example, Morrison, Ross, Kalman, and Kemp's model, known as Kemp's model, and Smaldino et al.'s Assure model are particularly applicable for professionals that are classroom teachers in the PK-12 school environments. These classroom ID models often incorporate a stage that requires the teacher or designer to locate and supply instructional materials rather than to actually develop them. Additionally, they may focus on effective integration and use of technology into classroom teaching. Another alternative ID model is a process known as rapid prototyping. The purpose of rapid prototyping is to show that the instructional product will work and gain approval prior to full-scale development. The guiding principle behind rapid prototyping is to expeditiously develop prototypic instructional materials. In other words, designers quickly build a working, but perhaps not fully functioning, prototype in the early stages of the project, and its development continues through a set of tryouts accompanied with product revisions until an acceptable version is completed.
According to Ritchie and Morrison, quote, rapid prototyping is thought to decrease the design time, end quote, and that a cost savings occurs due to this shortened time frame. However, the use of rapid prototyping within instructional design is not without controversy. Gustafsson warns that there may be risks associated with the use of this process. Clients or the design team may not have a clear understanding of the process, complexity may add to the management of the project, and endless revisions may be conducted. When such risks occur, the potential cost savings in time, resources, and effort may vanish. With some caution, rapid prototyping procedures have acceptance within the ID field, especially related to business and industry and the military. Bowling and Frick suggest using holistic rapid prototyping in online instructional design to test usability early in the development. They advocate that the designer begin with a paper prototype, test and revise accordingly, and then build the course website. They state that this process allows, quote, for efficient website development that avoids the most errors possible and offers the most of what your users want, end quote. The long-established ID procedures of designing and then developing a prototype, followed by a series of formative evaluation tryouts, may not be realistic or practical in most situations. Nichols suggests that ID formative evaluation procedures are usually conducted in a close, personalized manner, and to perform such with evaluation of online instruction may be more expensive in that the evaluator and the tryout members will have to be brought together, which could be cost prohibitive if they must travel great distances. However, he does suggest that formative tryouts, although different from the conventional ones, may be conducted at a distance through electronic means. Online instruction usually requires revision after implementation and again changes the conventional ID process. Such revisions are necessary to account for the influx of new information, changes with web links, and innovations found in the learning management system, computer hardware, or software applications and utilities. An overview of the web-based instructional design model. The web-based instructional design, WBID, model includes the basic stages of analysis, design, and development, implementation, and evaluation that are common to conventional or established ID models, but they are applied in a different order. In Figure 2.12, the WBID model stages are illustrated. The WBID model approaches design as an iterative process, which allows for the instruction to evolve throughout its design stages. This process begins in the early conceptualization of a design project and culminates with summative evaluation after full implementation. The concurrency of design, development, and formative evaluation is illustrated in the overlapping circles in the figure. The WBID model begins with the analysis stage and moves to the evaluation planning. Preliminary planning of formative and summative evaluation occurs at the same time. Concurrent design, development, and the conducting of formative evaluation follow the evaluation planning stage. Initial implementation of the instruction occurs next. In this system, evaluation becomes an integral part of our model. Summative evaluation is conducted after full implementation occurs. Determining the time frame for summative evaluation depends on the life cycle of the instruction. Each stage of the WBID model contains or culminates in decision points, action plans, and products. The shift from one stage to another is seamless in nature. This seamlessness is especially observed in design and development, where prototypes are designed and tested before moving into full implementation. A short description of each of the stages is presented next. Subsequent chapters present full explanations and examples of the stages. Analysis Stage the analysis stage is the initial stage of the WBID model and contains two phases, problem analysis and instructional component analysis. Documentation of the WBID process begins in the analysis stage. This written documentation is part of the larger report, commonly known as a design document. Designers use design documents to describe the procedures used, state decisions made, and report results. 
Included in a design document are rationales and justifications as to why decisions were made and by whom. The analysis stage is the subject of chapters 3 and 4. Problem Analysis The purposes of this first phase of the analysis are to investigate learning and performance problems and identify appropriate solutions. Several steps are involved in examining the gap between the desired performance and the actual performance. The gap, or problem, may be based on lack of skills, knowledge, or motivation. In some cases, instruction is not the best solution, and designers need to examine human performance improvement models and approaches such as policy revisions, job aids, and personnel issues. If instruction is selected as the appropriate solution, the designer determines the appropriate delivery system. One influential factor to consider when determining the feasibility of online learning is to evaluate available technology tools and options and support available in an organization. Generally speaking, online instruction typically is created using a learning management system, which has specific facilities for designing online instruction. However, there is also the option to develop the instruction and its website using authoring tools. Instructional Component Analyses The second phase of analysis requires the designer to analyze the four components of the instructional situation. This analysis is conducted only when instruction has been determined as the best solution to the problem. For the purposes of this discussion, it is assumed that the web is a viable form of delivery. The four main components of the instructional component analyses are goals, context, learners, and instructional content. The following questions can be used to frame this analysis. What should be the goals or purposes of the instruction? What is the context? Who are the learners? What is the instructional content? Instructional goals analysis. The second phase begins with instructional goal identification. An instructional goal is a general statement of what learners or participants will be able to do after the online instruction is completed. The outcome level for the instructional goal is determined. Instructional Context Analysis As a matter of our personal preference, the context or environmental analysis of the instructional situation occurs next in the WBID model. The two main purposes of context analysis are to 1. Describe the environment in which the instruction is designed and implemented, and 2. Examine the organizational infrastructure, the competency of its personnel, learners' access to technology, and capacity of support systems in the virtual environment. Learner Analysis The purpose of the learner analysis is to identify learner interests, needs, and abilities, as well as learners' prior knowledge, skills, and experiences. For instance, determining interests of the intended learner group is necessary to create appropriate instructional examples and relevant practice exercises. Learner analysis involves determining reading and computer skills because of the text-intensive nature of online instruction. However, the need for such skills may be reduced as technological tools evolve to allow non-readers and novice computer users to become involved in online learning. The Americans and Disability Act, ADA, signed into law in 1990, in the Web Accessibility Initiative, mandate that online instruction be designed to accommodate individuals with disabilities. Instructional Content Analysis The last component of analysis is the instructional content. The designer determines the structure and sequence of major steps and subordinate skills, which we term subskills, that will be presented in the online learning. This analysis takes the learner analysis into account to identify where the instruction should begin and what entry skills are needed for learners to participate successfully. The findings from this second phase of analysis provide implications for how the online instruction will come to fruition. Findings have a direct impact on the remaining WBID stages. Evaluation Planning Stage The evaluation planning stage specifically directs the designer to plan for formative and summative evaluations of the instructional product. Formative evaluation is the subject of Chapter 5. The formative evaluation plan addresses the following. 
Who are the stakeholders? What is being evaluated? Who are the evaluators and reviewers? What are the evaluation methods? When and how should this evaluation take place? What types of decisions need to be made as the online instructional design plans and prototypes are developed? As design and development occurs, other experts may be asked to review the instructional prototypes for accuracy, completeness, clarity, instructional soundness, and appeal. The WBID model uses both ID experts and subject matter experts, SMEs, in this process to improve the instruction as it evolves. Additionally, learners and instructors, if not a part of the design team, may be the reviewers as the online design occurs, but they may also review at later stages. The final part of formative evaluation planning is the tryouts with end users, another point of departure of the WBID model when compared to conventional ID models. The initial implementation is used for the field trial of the instructional prototype. Whereas conventional ID models generally include one-to-ones, small group, and field trials toward the latter part of the development, online instruction is often developed and implemented without the advantage of using such groups. Field testing may not occur because the instructor developing the instruction does not have an ID background, the organization does not provide support for it, or such tryouts are impractical. Even with an ID background or organizational support, it may not be feasible for the designer to locate sample groups to try out the instruction prior to its initial implementation, since one objective of online learning is to provide access to individuals who are at a distance from the sponsoring organization. The second part of the evaluation planning stage is developing preliminary plans for summative evaluation. This preliminary planning is an important feature of the WBID model. Often, data about instructional products or practices currently in use are not collected before a new innovation is introduced, and then valuable information is lost. Losing such data makes comparison of new and old interventions or innovations difficult, if not impossible, and the discussion of effectiveness of the new innovation becomes somewhat limited. The purpose of preliminary planning of the summative evaluation is to ensure that necessary data collection related to the instruction currently is in place so that meaningful benchmarks can be established. Concurrent Design Stage Based on the findings of the analysis stage and the formative evaluation plans, the concurrent design stage incorporates the processes of design and development and evaluation. This stage is the subject of Chapter 6 to 8. Pre-planning activities the concurrent design stage actually begins with pre-planning activities. These activities are prior to the start of the design process, or even as early as when the problem analysis is completed. Pre-planning is related to establishing a budget and allocating resources. The instructional designer or project manager assigns design team members to identify project tasks. A timeline for the online design project is developed. Design processes. Design processes include specifying objectives and drafting assessments. In our model, the Task Objective Assessment Item Blueprint, TOAB, is used to display the objectives and assessment items. The TOAB is a matrix contained identified learning tasks of the instructional content, objectives with outcome levels, and sample assessment items, and provides a way to align learning task, objective, and assessment. Instructional and motivational strategies are also planned and are documented on the WBI Strategy Worksheet. The worksheet becomes the second blueprint for the product and its development and includes four sections, orientation, instruction, measurement, and summary. Development processes. As the strategies for each section are planned, iterative design and development begins. The development process does not wait until the design of the entire instruction is completed. For instance, once the orientation section of the instruction is planned, i.e. designed, then its development may begin simultaneously as the design of the next instruction. This process or sequence occurs until all sections are designed and developed. 
For complex online design projects, it may be that one segment, i.e. unit, lesson, module, of the project is designed and moves into development, followed by another segment until all are completed. Concurrent design allows for a seamless and simultaneous design and development process. Formative evaluation is involved in this cyclical process as each prototype becomes an improved iteration of the former one. The concurrent design process helps designers plan and create either the instructional events within a simple online design project or multiple lessons or units within a complex one. Implementation stage. The implementation stage occurs when the online course is ready to be used by learners. It is discussed in terms of initial and full implementation. Implementation is the subject of chapter nine. Initial implementation. The initial implementation is included as a part of concurrent design and as a part of formative evaluation because it may be the first opportunity to field test the instruction with an actual audience in its intended setting. Its inclusion in the concurrent design stage is another distinction between the WBID model and other ID models. Full implementation. With full implementation, the interrelated aspects of facilitation and maintenance are emphasized. Full implementation occurs when any major revisions have been completed and the online course or training is being disseminated to a large portion of its intended audience. Within either implementation, initial or full, the two main aspects are facilitation and management. Facilitation. Facilitation is the execution of the online course or training and establishment of the learning community by the implementation team. The implementation team may include the instructor, learners, technical and administrative support, administrators, and mentors. Management. Management refers to the operations of maintaining the online learning environment throughout the lifespan of the course. It includes routinely updating the website, repairing any inactive links, and upgrading the software and utilities. Summative evaluation and research stage. The final stage of the WBID model is summative evaluation that occurs at a designated point during the life cycle when the online instruction has been fully implemented for a specific time. The purpose of summative evaluation is similar to purposes in other ID models, determining whether it is still needed and still effective. Summative evaluation procedures are based on the preliminary plan proposed by the designer during the evaluation planning. With online instruction, summative evaluation often becomes a plan for conducting research. When summative evaluation is concluded, a report of the process, results, and recommendations is prepared for stakeholders to help them make decisions about the future use of the instruction. Summative evaluation is the subject of Chapter 10. Summary of the WBID Model The WBID Model is an integrated approach that ensures that the design, development, and implementation of the resulting online instruction meet the instructional goals as well as the needs of the learners and the organization. Although each stage will be discussed in the following chapters, it is important to realize that some stages need to be carried out in tandem. The stages and phases within the stages are conjoined rather than being isolated. This concurrency makes the WBID model unique and complex, yet practical when designing online instruction. The remaining chapters further delineate the stages of the WBID model. We will discuss some aspects of the stages separately for the purposes of simplification and clarity. However, the reality is that most stages are intertwined during the instructional design process. Meet the players. To facilitate the discussion of the WBID model stages, we provide one case example of an online instruction project being designed and developed by a small design team and will refer to it throughout remaining chapters. Four additional case studies introduced at the end of this chapter provide alternative scenarios to the primary example in order to enhance your instructional design skills. They appear at the end of each subsequent chapter in a section entitled Extending Your Skills. The introduction to the case example, Gardenscapes, follows. Gardenscapes. 
Gardenscapes is a continuing education course being proposed by a continuing education instructor, Callie LaRue, who is interested in creating an online course. She teaches in the landscaping and gardening division of the college. Her introductory course, Garden Basics, Just Another Day at the Plant, earned high interest in increasing enrollments over the last few years. Begun as a homeowner's guide to lawns and gardens, its main purpose was to identify the soil type, temporal zone, and types of plants that would do well in the learner's locations, and introduce basic garden tools. Because of the growing interest in gardening and landscaping, she would like to create a new, second course that would allow the amateur gardeners and landscapers to add garden features to their yards. The current conception of this proposed course would be able to help participants design a garden and develop it to create a new home garden feature. Klatskine Junior College, CJC, is located in Westport, somewhere, USA. CJC administrators continue their interest in increasing student enrollments by expanding the use of online course delivery. CJC's commitment to online programs is one of the responsibilities of the Teaching and Learning Development Center, TLDC, Director Mr. Carlos Duartes. The TLDC also houses the technical support system for CJC, in addition to providing faculty development services. Ms. Calantha Kelly LaRue, the instructor of Garden Basics, has been given tentative approval to create a second course with the expressed administrative goal of increasing student enrollments, expanding online delivery, and ultimately generating a new revenue stream. Kelly has had general experiences in using the web, but none in course delivery. However, she is committed to using online delivery for this project. Although not an instructional designer by profession, she has developed her face-to-face courses. She will be the instructor and one member of the project's design team. As a part of the CJC institutional support, Callie is assigned one of the TLDC's instructional design interns, Mr. Elliot Kanjus. Elliot will be the instructional designer for this project and under the Carlos Duarte's supervision. Elliot is a master's student in the Instructional Design and Technology, IDT, department at Myers University, also located in Westport. Dr. Judith Chauncey is the IDT internship coordinator and also Elliot's supervisor. Judith will work in coordination with Carlos in relation to Elliot's internship. The other cast member is Ms. Layla Gunnarsson, the head of the technical support staff. Layla, under the direction of Carlos Duarte's, coordinates all of the technical support activities for CJC. As each stage of the WBID model is explained, additional information about the Gardenscape's design team and their procedures will be described and developed throughout the book. Wrapping up. The purpose of this chapter was to establish the framework for the WBID model, which is based on the theories of learning, systems, and communication, and instructional design models. Another foundational area, distance education, was discussed in Chapter 1. In this discussion, various principles associated with the theoretical basis were explained and incorporated into the WBID model. This chapter provides an overview of the WBID model and its stages. The initial stage analysis has two phases problem analysis, and instructional component analysis, which, in turn, includes analysis of the instructional goal, context, learner, and content. The findings from the analysis stage provide information for the next two stages, evaluation planning and concurrent design. The evaluation planning stage has the designer developing two plans, one for formative evaluation and a preliminary plan for summative evaluation. Based on the plans for formative evaluation, evaluation procedures are incorporated into the concurrent design stage. Once the development of the instruction and its website are completed, its implementation may begin. The implementation stage has two interrelated aspects, facilitation and management. However, during the initial implementation, formative evaluation may continue in terms of a field trial with a tryout group or the participants in the initial course offering. Full implementation occurs once major revisions have occurred and the majority of its intended audience is using the instruction. 
After a predetermined number of times the online course is offered or at a specified time period, a final plan for summative evaluation is created and then conducted. The purpose of summative evaluation is to determine whether the instruction in its present state should be continued. The WBID model provides for an integrated approach to design, drawing on theory and practice. This model is a naturalistic way for instructional designers to develop online instruction. The WBID model identifies guidelines and considerations for delivering instruction through the web. By facilitating a seamless flow of information, products, and processes between and among its stages, the WBID model allows for flexibility. The WBID model is robust and works well with other types of instructional and learning environments, not just for online design and delivery. A final section in this chapter entitled Meet the Players introduces the case example, Gardenscapes, that will be used throughout the book to showcase the stages of the WBID model.